Now, if we only had some music. Oh, I'm sorry. For that, we'll have to go uh, with what we got. Les Brown. <laughs> You want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, it's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week's episode number 132. And um, as we started off with another um, Marie Osmond with Bob Hope on a special singing Silver Bells. Okay, now we're going to be talking Christmas movies this this episode with uh, the producer's husband, Ed, who was on last year with us discussing Christmas music. And so what I thought, I found on YouTube a clip of Marie singing with Bob Hope, uh, Silver Bells, which, speaking of Christmas movies, Silver Bells was introduced in the movie uh, The Lemon Drop Kid with Bob Hope and Marilyn Maxwell walking up the street singing silver bells so i thought it was interesting to run uh marie singing silver bells with bob hope so we like that now let's get to just some quick business before we bring our uh, special guest on nebraska football yikes so we had uh last week was their worst game of the year and their offensive coordinator is absolutely terrible and they should have won the game at the end instead of kicking a field goal. He has our third string quarterback throw pass, intercept it. Maryland, Maryland takes it down, kicks a field goal, game's over with. Okay. And, you know, I'm not pissed because I need one more win to get my money back because I bet Nebraska six wins or more this year. I'm just pissed at they should have won that game. And the offensive coordinator is absolutely terrible. And the game against Illinois. 
the coach, head coach had to call timeout three times in the third quarter because the offensive plays that were being called by offensive coordinator Satterfield were terrible. And the head coach identified it, called timeout. Uh, Nebraska won that game. You know, I'm thinking, why didn't he call timeout now unless Coach Rule agreed with that dumb call, first and goal at the seven, and then it's third and goal at the seven, and instead of running, kicking the ball, kicking the field goal, he passes, and, of course, it's intercepted. So last year I thought the worst call ever in Nebraska football history was when uh, Frosty had uh, that onside kick against Northwestern when they were winning 28-17. to This was the worst call in Nebraska football history that I've ever seen. So Penn State just fired their offensive coordinator. I wrote to some guys, I said, tell Coach Rule to rub some cheetah pet mud between his legs, grow some balls, and fire that offensive coordinator because he is absolutely terrible. Now, we're taping this before the Wisconsin game, so hopefully they win. If not, they got one more shot at uh, Iowa to get my money back. Okay? All right, enough of my whining. <laughs> my whining, let's bring that on. We're going to talk about Christmas movies, our favorite Christmas movies, which, again, Lemon Drop Kid, right? Ed, did you ever see Lemon Drop Kid with Bob Hope? Yes. Do we have? Yeah, I love I'd it. Love it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a very good movie, you know. And Bob Hope is just like he's yeah, always entertaining, you know. And then uh, it was uh, then you had the old gal, the old what they call him, Nellie, the old doll, the old dolls. They used to call the old women in the nursing home the old dolls in Lemon Drop. <laughs> they can never you know, yeah. Let me stop you and thank you for informing I. I didn't even know Nebraska was still playing football or had a program. But <laughs> thank, thank, thank heavens for their number one women's volleyball team. Okay, yeah, that, that's what their thing is playing in the stadium. Who would have thought women's volleyball would have taken over the football program? I know, and you know what? The volleyball team a couple weeks ago finally beat Wisconsin and beat them in like four or five years because Wisconsin is, I think, still number two, but Nebraska so far run the table for volleyball. Good. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's where all the money should go. Take away the football program. Totally agree because, again, Penn State fired their offensive coordinator. And this is the middle of the year. I know. Not the middle of the year towards the end. There's still games. Buffalo Bills fired their offensive coordinator after last week from terrible play calling. And Nebraska. One more. To be bowl eligible. They need six wins. Nebraska will be the first bowl uh, uh, in, I think, seven years. Yeah. For God's sake. They haven't been to a bowl. There's a cheese. The cheese it bowl. Maybe they'll make the cheese it. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, they're in the toilet. They're in the toilet bowl. So, and they're just swirling around. If you can't take a bowl anymore. (laughs) Yeah. There's like 4,000. 4,000 teams make, make our bowl eligible, and Nebraska's never one of them. <laughs> oh, my. Who would have thought? All right, all right let's get off this, or I'll, I'll start crying, for Christ's sake. <laughs> for God's sake. Thanks. Okay, so if you had to list your top four, four? Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. wow. 
Well, of course, I'm going to say one that you love to get people riled up on. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is my favorite. Never I, seen the whole thing. Oh, boy. I never will. There's so many. I'm sure I'm missing ones, but. Okay, but I like love, It's a Wonderful I love Life. Elf a lot. Elf is good. Hold on. Let's, let's stop it. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. What is one of your favorite scenes in that movie? Oh, boy. Pick, you know, because the parts I've seen, I mean, my, for me, for me, in It's a Wonderful Life, again, I've never seen the whole movie, but when they're dancing in the gymnasium, him and Donna Reed, I think, oh, yeah. the pool open, they fall into the pool. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a good one, especially since uh, the guy that opens the pool is Alfalfa from The Little Red. Yeah. <laughs> he takes his, uh, his lady. Yeah, that's a great one. I like when George is getting all drunk at Rossi's and the teacher he had yelled at on the phone, her husband is at the bar and realizes that's him and, and decks him. All right. That's one of my favorites. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Number three would be Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I love Elf a lot. I think it. I know it's a newer, well, it's not that new now, but. Yeah, but it's good. Isn't James Caan his father in that movie? Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, he's great. Peter Dinklage from uh, the Game of Thrones. Oh, right, right. Okay. uh, The highly regarded children's author. Who he keeps calling, uh, Will Ferrell keeps calling him an elf. Yeah. Oh, that's Alf. And you know what? James Conn may rest in peace. I, I, like I said before, this thing is the running the Godfather all month. Oh, yeah. And he just watched him as Sonny Corleone. It's like, so, but he, he's a very good actor in Thief. But okay, after Alf, number two. Uh, well, It's a Wonderful Life is one for me, but Christmas, oh, okay. Christmas Vacation. All right. That's a good one. I love Randy Quaid in that movie so much. Yeah, um, Cousin Eddie, yes. right? Isn't that his name? Cousin oh, Eddie? Best. Uncle Eddie? The best. Because yeah, a, a, a guy that uh, in Arlington Heights, when we drive past his house, he has a, one of those mannequins of Cousin Eddie standing out there. Like, oh, it's nice. so good. Just every Christmas, you look forward to looking at his whole setup of Christmas vacation out on this guy's lawn. Oh, awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. All right, so you got one more to go here. Uh, Holiday Inn. Ooh, I think that's Pam's favorite. I love that one. So yeah, it's a good. You know that's what? A, list, a little mix of super old classics and then more contemporary. Even though, Christmas. oh, yeah, so you had two old ones and two uh, basically new ones. So no, that's good. Holiday Inn. I think that's where they introduced White Christmas. The yeah. song. And I I can watch Fred Astaire. Yeah. He's in one of those stupid, I think he's in Towering Inferno. One of those uh, uh, movies in the 70s about like uh, fires in, in um, what do they call them, big, them big buildings. Um, geez, I, I'm drawing a blank. Like to- Towering Inferno, one of them big buildings. I think Fred Astaire is in one of those movies. I think that was like one of his last movies. Oh, wow. Producer, look up Fred Astaire. 
I have no idea on that one. I, I think he got nominated for an Oscar, for God's sakes. I think so. I think it's Towering Inferno. I think that has Paul Newman, Steve McQueen. 1974, directed by uh, John Gillerman. Yeah, Steve McQueen. Let's see. Did he get nominated for an Oscar for that? Fred Astaire? But he was in the film. There's a lot of people in that film. Paul Newman? Yep. I, I, Steve McQueen, right, was in there? I think he's the fire um, Nominated for eight Academy Awards, uh, Best Picture, Best Song, Best Cinematography, Best Editing. Yeah, no actors, though. It was the highest grossing film of 1974. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. It was, But again, I think that was Fred Astaire's last movie. I don't even know if he dances in it, but I could just watch all his movies. No, he was in stuff after that. Was he? Okay. All right. Uh, he was in film. Television after that, he always oh, in Battlestar Galactica, right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, films, he was in, um, let's see what else, musicals after that, and he was on stage. Really? Well, let's just consider Towering Inferno as his last movie, okay? His last good movie, okay? And uh, do you have a favorite part in Holiday Inn? Oh, White Christmas is my favorite part. Oh, with him singing? Okay. Yeah. All right. Of course. What are you talking about? White Doing because like in White Christmas, so there's a bunch of different times he's been singing White Christmas in that film. There's at least two times. Yeah, but that's the movie White Christmas. But in Holiday Inn, I think oh, Holiday Inn. Once, right? uh, he yeah. uh, remember at the very end they go and uh, he, you know, they run on stage and are trying to get her to. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he sings. Remember, he sings the first four, and then he sings. I like the first time. He okay, sings it. when she does the bell. Right. Yeah. Okay. With the with his pipe. Yes. Yeah, because she starts to do that in the second one when she's singing it at the very end. But okay. Yep. Just double check. You're right. right. My, my favorite part is when Fred Astaire is dancing and he's throwing the firecrackers down on the floor. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good stuff. Do you mind if I interject really fast? My grandpa's in that film. You can uh, see him doing his real job. Uh, he's the camera person on the uh, train. Really? You're lying. I could tell you're lying. No, she's not. Oh, man. He was on all kinds of films. Yeah, I told really? you. Really? Yep. I don't think he ever told me yet. He was in Holiday Inn. Wait until Pam finds out. Now we're going to have to keep watching. You yeah. sure you're not lying? You get that look in your face. At the very end, where she's, uh, they're filming. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that word today. <laughs> can't oh <my> talk. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, so basically, they take the idea of, of Holiday Inn and they turn into a Hollywood, that's what I couldn't say, Hollywood version. And that's where he's at at the end. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Good. See? Did he have any, did he get any autographs or pictures with any of them people? At oh, all? yeah. He had a bunch of stuff. But um, he really? got robbed on the train on the way back home from California when he moved back permanently. Because he was, you know, traveling and he would stay with people. Like people would let him, you know, yeah. travel his house and stuff. So um, he's been amassing all of these like autographs and yeah. um, like film reels and all this stuff. He was so mad because uh, it was a collection of everything because he had been, you know, saving that stuff at someone's mm -hmm. house just because he wanted to show his family back home all the cool stuff he had done. Uh, you know, letters are one thing, but actually showing, you know, stuff that he got. Uh, but anyway, he got robbed on the train and uh, he said he was mad because they stopped the guy and the person was just throwing the stuff out the window, just trying to get his trunk because they thought the trunk was more valuable than what he had in the trunk. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, and it's like he just talked about it all the time. You'd see like him getting like really mad. Yeah. Wow. That's that was like a whole career to you know prove that he had been there. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's too bad. Yeah, I had someone tell me in college. They're like, "Oh, I don't believe you." So he actually contacted a, a relative of his that worked in Hollywood, mm-hmm. worked in like archives and records. He's like, "Oh, okay, fine. He wasn't. He was a camera operator." And I was like, "Well, that's what I keep trying to tell you, but you don't believe me." Oh my God. Did okay. Speaking of people in movies, did you ever? I just. Seen it, the clip of this. Did you ever see the movie Rio Bravo with John Wayne? We talk about that all the time. It's amazing. I haven't. Okay. At the beginning, which sets up the whole movie, is the bad guy shoots a cowboy in, in the bar. The cowboy he shoots, which I never knew, was Kurt Russell's dad. Really? Because they got a documentary about his dad was a baseball player, minor league baseball player. They got a doc- documentary on. Netflix about his dad getting his baseball team together, but he was a bit actor in Hollywood, uh, oh, doing like a stuntman and doing all these other other things. So and then he had another clip with Kurt Russell um, in an Elvis movie called "It's Happened at the World's Fair," okay. and he pays Kurt Russell a quarter to kick him in the, in the shin. So in this interview, just recently, Kurt Russell goes, "Well, I'm standing there." He goes and. This guy gets out of the car, he goes, and all these women are running at him and this and that. They're all chasing him and this and that. And I'm thinking, this guy must be famous. <laughs> he goes, I didn't know who Elvis was at the time or what he was, you know, but yeah, it was good. All right, let's get back to Christmas movies. My gosh. Okay. So you let's got see. First now. Yeah. My gosh. Or- <laughs> I, I, can t- I can tell you right now. I don't never consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. Okay, like I said earlier, uh, Godfather's filmed around Christmas time. We can people can say, "Oh, that's a Christmas movie too." So you know, but it would have to be. Let's see. I don't know if I said this last time. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, that's a good. Um, one. That is that is such a good and a black and white version. Did you ever see the colorized version? It's yeah. so bad. Right. It's just so, so, so bad. It's just, you know, and then you got White Christmas. Yep. Which, uh, Bing Crosby talking to Rosemary Clooney about little Judy having an angle. Everyone's got an angle, even little Judy. That's that's the best line in Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, come on, Miss Haynes. Everyone, even little Judy has an angle. Then let's see. Oh, my God. Holiday Inn. You know what? Can I say uh, Lemon Drop Kid? My my, it's one of my my brother's favorite movies. Turner Classics was showing that one for a couple years in a row, and then wow. they stopped. They just they just stopped for some reason, and it's a, it's a funny movie if you don't take it real serious. Okay, and uh, I think they got, but mm, hold on. 
Miracle on 34th Street I've always liked because it's, I can't think, I can, you know what? I'm drawing a blank for my Christmas movies, but I think that's four, isn't it? Holy shit. Donnie Marie special. Does that count as one? Of course. Of course. Donnie Marie Christmas special. Because oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're doing this early in the morning and I'm, I'm freaking brain dead for God's sakes. So I think that's it, right? Yeah. Halloween and Chris, well, the ones you said too, Christmas vacation. Yeah. I like a lot. Um, Miracle on 34th Street is always, it's always been the one. White Christmas, those are the ones we watch. Oh, wait, shit. What am I even talking about? Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's a good one. And that is so, that's one of my favorites at the end. Kate, come on. A cup of coffee. You can get to playing play later. You got to have time for a cup of coffee. So that's it. Family Man. Oh, my God. I cry at the end when they're talking. And it's snowing. I oh. literally cry. I got my emergency box of puffs sitting next to me, and I just start whimpering. Oh. I make sure make sure my wine and beer is not next to me because it'll get watered down from all the tears that are flowing. I'm like, oh my god! Pull so, out the Hallmark box. That's well, Hallmark. <laughs> I have my Hallmark slippers on when I'm watching, and it's like oh so good. But I only I used to watch Family Man a lot because I bought the movie, and. Uh, I found it in the $5 pile at Walmart. So uh, I used to play it like probably once a month. And then I'm like, you know what? With anything, you get tired of it. I'm like, I got to do this only at Christmas time. And then that's it. So those are Christmas movies like that don't have Christmas songs. You know, like Miracle on 34th Street. They don't sing a song in that. Okay. No. Where White, White Christmas is a musical. Okay. So, you know, those movies are good. I love all those. Okay. Hey. Did I just hear you say you want to hear a Donnie Marie song oh. or a Donnie Marie Christmas or a Marie Osmond Christmas? Okay. That so so I far, think you're hearing. So we're going to listen to Marie and Bob Hope start it off. And then I have Karen Carpenter, again, the best. And then, oh, you know what I also wanted to bring up? Speaking of Fred Astaire, there was a song in the 70s called Long Tall Glasses by Leo Sayer. And he said, they tell him in order to eat, he has to dance like Fred Astaire. And I think we're going to play just a little bit that part. You got to dance like Fred Astaire. And he's like, I can dance. Good song. Good song. But they mentioned Fred Astaire in it. Thank you for asking for that Charlie McLean song. We'll play that one now. Okay, and producer, you can count me out. Three, two, one. Over and out. Checkmate King 2 to White Rook. Over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's Fifth Son. M-A-R-Y-B-S number five. T-H-S-O-N. 
Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout.